Hi, everybody. You are listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. I am Shelley MacArthur, and I am here with Whitney Lasky. And Hello. We, we are back in the saddle again. I'm excited to be here for our favorite friends. Hello, girlfriends. Hi, everybody. And Jeff. Not Hello. just girlfriends. To everybody out there, to all of our That's friends, right. we like to include friends everybody. Of friends I mean, of everyone. After all, gay marriage is passed. Friends okay. of friends of friends. Okay. And so and, on and so on. Yeah, exactly. So here we are. Um, hey, biggest thing that's in the news right now is Ebola. Yes. And it's not a dance. Either. And, um, you know, Shelly, I was kind of really excited to talk to you about this because if anybody knows about sanitizing stuff, it's you. And even here in our girlfriend's recording studio, we've got hand sanitizers, wipes, we've got Lysol, you know, and and Shelly, when she's, you know, prior to going into performance, you know, oh, yeah. there's no physical contact, there's oh, no. no touching, there's, so I've been thinking there about are even, you. There are even masks that are worn. That is correct. I, I have been <laughs> thinking about you um, during this period. You know, this is scary stuff. They said that um, if it gets to 100,000 cases, that it won't be controllable. Um, that, uh, you know, that it'll be like that movie Contagion with... Uh, it's very frightening. You know, I mean, even traveling. First of all, we're talking about the flu. They're doing flu shots for everybody in the airports with all the little kiosks of the of nurses with flu shots. So now you've got Ebola that you've got to be thinking about? There's, I mean, there's no cure. There is no vaccination for it. As of yet, they're as working yet. on it. Now, um, Mark Zuckerman just gave $25 million. No kidding. $25 million. Zuckerberg from Yes, Facebook. Zuckerberg, I'm sorry. From Facebook? Yes. yes. Wow. And Bill Gates apparently a while back oh, gave 50 bless. million wow for uh research and finding a vaccine or something for this because uh, that's this is another disease that starts in the congo in the rainforest and you apparently now they've changed their stance on this they're saying that you can uh, any kind of skin-to-skin contact so it's not like hiv where there has to be like intimate contact this is like if you sweat on sheets and, you know, someone else touches it. So I, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot I, a lot of people are wearing gloves, which I think is just kind of, I think there's going to be. For those of us that like to I wear mean, gloves. Yeah, no, you'll be wearing a HEPA suit tomorrow, I, I know. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But it is true. They're I, out of hand sanitizer. They're out of wipes at the CVSs all around. But, I mean, can you imagine? So... When you really think of our healthcare workers or the nurses and the it's doctors terrifying. that are managing these cases, and they're so life-threatening, and here this girl is, uh, Nina Pham. Oh, that little nurse. Beautiful, beautiful girl. 26 I mean, she years is, old, right? She is in recovery. I guess she's doing no, well. No, she passed, sweetie. No, no, I think yeah, Dr. Uh, Duncan. Duncan. Dr. Duncan from Texas. She's she, the initial. She was treating him. She was treating him. She's in recovery. She's being treated. She was just sent to the East Coast from Dallas. Yes. She's going to be in Boston. Oh, I thought one of the other nurses passed away. No. <coughs> only three Americans currently, uh, technically three people in America. I mean, as of yesterday, she said, I'm doing well and want to thank everyone for their kind wishes and prayers. Oh, thank God. So, here's... All I could think was that, you know what, this guy gets on a plane... 
-hmm. He lies that he's, you know, so he can get back because he was afraid he wasn't going to be treated if he stayed. So he's on an he's on an entire pl a packed plane. He comes back. You know, they say, oh, you have the flu, whatever. Then the next day he goes back again. He's diagnosed. Then they quarantine his family. And the very first thing I think is, well, do they clean anything? I mean, did they? I mean, they just put these not, people in the apartment, and you know, it just doesn't seem like they were really on top of their game here. Well, you know? I, first of all, I don't think anybody, as usual, as you know, I walk around with hand sanitizers. My husband is exactly the opposite and very aggravated by the fact. But there are so many people in the world that are like, oh, come on, don't take it. You know, well, here's a this disease is a serious, that serious is killing thing. people. Yeah. And um, somebody touched a monkey, a porcupine. <laughs> well, I mean, even her animal. A tree even her sloth. animal may be treated. Right, right. Her dog, because she was around her dog. And then I think there was another case in the United States. What I want to say to President Obama, and, you know, I'm not, certainly not educated to the politics um, that much, but I, I do want to say, close the borders. I mean, what's he doing? Can't we close our borders? Why Why like, is you the United States... You would think that the States... Center for Disease Control, okay, now they're screening people when they come off the plane from Africa. That's just not cutting it for me. Can't we close the border? <laughs> I mean, why... The United States, when you look at it, we are such people pleasers. Oh, sure, Oh, you don't have a visa. Okay, well, you can stay here for a while. We'll take your children. We won't say, I mean, just close the borders until we can get this resolved. I think it's dangerous. It's so, well, I mean, of course it's dangerous. Well, they're but, up to how many cases now? 40,000 or something? Oh, wow. Yeah. In Africa? In in the world now, there's 40,000 active cases. Yeah, something along those lines. And 10,000 new cases a week within two months if this continues. It'll be 10 thousand cases a week right. and i did see on cnn i believe that if it reaches a hundred thousand it won't they won't be able to stop it a total of 76 people at the hospital might have had exposure to thomas eric duncan that is who died right. and all of them are being monitored right now so i guess some of the things that they're doing in the united states is unfortunately there aren't enough hospitals in the united states that have these very closed Quarantine, quarantine units. Yeah. And if they do, there's only one, two, or four beds in the whole hospital. Right. So if this epidemic really, you know, goes wild, I don't know what we're going to do. I still don't know why we can't find that Malaysian plane that went down, but I sure am glad that we can track where who had this and who came in, you know, I'm glad we can at least track that. Oh, are you talking about Ebola? Yeah, I'm glad we can at least trace where the it originated and who brought it into the country. I mean, I, I do take comfort in that, you know. I, I, I'm frightened that the nurse, you know, that has it went on a Frontier airline plane, you know, the day before she was diagnosed. Um, but it's just, it's, it's terrifying. I mean, it's very scary. And again, favorite friends, this is not a dance. The Ebola. It sounds like a dance. It is not a dance. It is a very, very deathly disease that I'm hoping that we will um, find something and, you know. But that just on Facebook, it's like rampant. I mean, people are panicking. panicking of course they are. Panicking. And you know what? Well, isn't this, you know, if it's a terrorist thing that started through that whole thing or what have you. No, this definitely started in the Congo with, no, a, with a monkey the Congo, or a bat or a... 
fruit fly, right. you know. Well, it's not the first epidemic we've had. We've had HIV, which we've, you know, and what was, uh, well, polio. And there was something right before HIV. What was it that was a very bad some a case? And, well, was, thank goodness that, you know, we definitely found we have a cure for polio and that, you know, we definitely seem to have AIDS uh, under control. And I, you know, I don't I, know I, that this will be, you know, no different, but it sure is terrifying. I saw someone on Facebook who actually uh, wrapped her seat in plastic and, you know, had a plastic really? over her seat. Yeah. Um, oh, now you're scaring you me. Know. <laughs> but here's what they're saying right now that is one of the, one of the things that the treatments for curing this is that you need a blood, a plasma transfusion from someone that has recovered from Ebola. So, so that one, right yeah. now in the United States, there's only so couple, just that one guy. And, and, the, and the a guy missionary, that's still a missionary. The, um, the ABC uh, cameraman who has it. Yeah, he's right, but he's NBC, but he's not in the States. He's still, he's still out of the country, I believe. Mm -mm. Oh no! They they no, flew him he's, back. Yeah, they're right, back. Right. They're actually he's being treated in Omaha. He's being treated. But in... he, he's doing well. He's recovering. Um, but it's it is interesting that you you fear that there's fear about there. But I've talked to quite a few professionals in this field, including here at Rush uh, Hospital in Chicago, uh, and a lot of it's overblown. It, yeah. It, that, that, that of the, course. The contagious part of it, and people are like, oh, you, know, you get on a plane with these people, and oh, I can't believe I'm on a plane. There were schools that were shut down because these kids were on a plane after, they were that same frontier plane, right. but it was after that person had been there and left. And so people were panicking, so they shut down an entire school district in Ohio because wow. of this. Wow, well, better safe than sorry. And that, is, <laughs> and that is Jeff, our tech producer to our favorite friends if you have not heard his voice you're hearing it today and he's filling in for the sister that's not here that's shauna montgomery and jeff is we always you know we love our jeff because he kind of just chimes in and he's very smart so it's very cool but anyhow the fear that's coming across the united states is very scary and the press, of course, blows everything out of proportion. Maybe, maybe not. We don't really know yet. They did the same thing with breast implants, if you can remember that. Yes, scary. yes, I remember that very well. That was very scary. <laughs> that was crazy. They do it about everything except our President Obama. Let's not go there. But it doesn't I was just seem like Washington. the press is talking too much now about Obama. Well, you know what's crazy? I mean, everybody, when you go to Washington, D.C., the taxi driver, the doorman, everybody is so politically savvy. I mean, they, it's just, it's wonderful. Everybody knows what's For going him on. or against him. And, you know, it's its definitely uh, not the rah-rah, you know, that it was. Well, everybody but our press. But isn't this the interesting thing? When you think of other presidents, they have, you know, the, the press, Republican presidents, they have been murdered. Yeah, oh, sure. By the press. Sure. And when you think that very little of his wrongdoings or misjudgments have really been emphasized yeah. in the press. I mean, except if you watch Fox, which I do, which is like I love porno Fox. for me. I know. I love it. I do, too. <laughs> I love it. You know, the dresses get shorter and uh, <laughs> the, the bashing gets louder. But uh, it's no, I don't think the, the, the sentiment is there. And did you see Michelle, I guess, uh, went out to do a fundraiser and mispronounced the gentleman's name that she was doing the fundraiser for seven times in the oh span of her speech. 
And, you know, I, I, like I said, Washington, it's definitely cooled off. I, I have to say that it's a different, uh, different kind of Washington than it was last year, two years ago, three I years mean, ago. I mean, it's really scary, but that's a whole different subject. And I, you know what, sometimes we get our, sometimes our listeners who, some of them are very, very educated in politics. And so we have phone calls and we get in trouble all we the get time in trouble. for talking so about I think politics, so we better not. We, I think it's <laughs> best if we don't go there. We better not. I did this last time, though, do some awesome consignment store shopping. I'm not big in the Americana antique kind of thing, but I did uh, this time decide that I was just solely going to focus on antique where, stores. Where is this in Washington? In D.C., yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, it was actually, I had it was a good time. I had fun. So the girlfriends always shift, see, we go right from the president into shopping. shopping. Well, I'll tell you what, I was in Georgetown. Yeah, welcome back. I was in Georgetown and I went to this, there was this little off the path bookstore and it said 50% off. And I went in and there's this magazine that I'm mad for. And it it looks like a book and it was called Flair Magazine. And it was out in the 50s and 60s. And just like really... You know, they had like different women from all over the country, like contribute different creative things. And they spent a lot of money on like the printing of it and the fonts and the artwork. And it was 1953. And I was so excited that I found this. And then I went across the street to grab a Coke. And I realized that that was in 1953 where John Kennedy asked Jacqueline to marry him in this little restaurant called Martin's right across from the bookstore. And then I'm like wandering around. It was kind of raining. And I see like there's all these beautiful brown stones and gray stones and flowers. And it's just lovely. And then there's this one really dilapidated brownstone. And I asked this lady who was like planting mums next door. I'm like, what's going on with this? She's like, well, this was the house that JFK and Jackie lived in right before they went to the White House. Oh, I, I remember seeing that. And it was just like one of those serendipitous kind of days, you know, where you just like, you just let your feet kind of wander and, yeah. you know. And then you end up at Jack Kennedy's house. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Which definitely needs uh, gut rehab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so we're moving along to, well, you know, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Whitney. Yes, this I do. I'm inundated and, by the pink everywhere I go. And we're wearing pink ribbons right now. We are, we are uh, saluting uh Everyone out there who, every woman out there who has uh, battled with breast cancer, uh, I was watching Good Morning America a couple weeks ago, and I hadn't realized that Joan London... I did not realize that either. And she was like a contributing um, reporter for the day, and she really, you could tell, was just beat up, like just, I know, it's... you know, exhausted. And, um, you know, I think the thing that, uh, when I see all the... Uh, you know the the walks and the you know i think we i'd like to focus more on the individual stories of these women um because i think the party aspect of it you know the the survivor aspect of it is wonderful and the energy of that is a blessing for sure but when you see like what they what these women actually have Have to to go go through it just and their families yeah it's just gut-wrenching it absolutely and whitney and i have a very good friend who we'd like to mention on the program her name is holly jacobs she has a wonderful blog that's out called Silver Lining, and she's also written a book that's recently been published. I believe it's been on the bestseller list. It has. It's, her blog is called The Silver Pen. Actually. Oh, The Silver Pen. I'm and sorry. And what she does is find the silver linings in life, and it chronicles her journey of uh, the, from the day she discovered she had it uh, through uh, now just having a hysterectomy. Um, she had a double mastectomy, and 
a couple of years later now just had a hysterectomy. She's been talking all over the country, and we're so proud of her. Yeah, she's just done a remarkable job. And Angelina Jolie, you know, she's another one that's... So it's, you know, it's frightening. Um, not that we're doing this whole show on diseases. Well, it's no, but we see, the, we see the reminder is... of just even football players wearing, you know... The pink. Pink Which has been remarkable. Hockey players wearing pink laces and, you know, just a reminder, like, you know, feel yourself up in the shower, you know, do it, do a good, you know, soap yeah. on the hands or lotion and, right. and you know, very important check and absolutely, you know, get a mammogram. You know, they say, you know, from 40 years on, but, you know, I've, we know plenty of people who have had breast cancer well before they were 40. Which um, is really, really scary. But speaking of football players, well, I mean, we're very happy that they're wearing a lot of the football players, if you've noticed, are wearing their pink gloves. They're wearing pink shoes. and they're Yeah, I think but it's good. if there's going to be any football players left to play football oh my after gosh. this whole thing with the NFL now, and what domestic about the guy, violence. The, what about the, this, the, the football player for the uh, Dallas Cowboys who uh, just stole, like, a bunch of underwear, like from Dillard's or something? I what? mean, like what, you know, guys, what, what's he doing? snap out of it. Like, you know, like shoplifting. This guy was like shoplifting. Uh, because you know what? They're very, very talented athletes, but not a quick lot hands, of them. Quick hands. <laughs> but they weren't raised necessarily with the greatest foundation. Oh, well, it's just, I, love I don't Charles even know Barkley. if it's that. I, I, just, I just find that, th you know, these egos just, you well, know. the egos, of course, because we've made them whack. into be such incredible stars. But I love Charlie's Bark. Charles oh, Barkley's him. comment when he said, well, you know, with this whole thing that's going on with the NFL. Yeah, but did NFL you see that? The, I mean, the guy is like beating the crap out of his wife. That do was horrible. Do you know who that was? Who that are we was talking about? so sad. In the elevator? It was Ray Rice. Ray Rice. Rice. Right. It was and, horrible. I didn't, it was you know, horrible. And then, of course, like a true, you know, victim, this woman, his wife supports him the next day. You know, they, his endorsements were pulled. His contract Everything. was pulled. And just devastated, you know, she clearly had a few cocktails. Um, you know, you could tell just by the way she walked into the elevator. Not that that's an excuse, it is not. But just the kind of the way he let her slumped over there and, you know, the door's like, you know. But Charles Barkley made that comment, um, something to the effect of, um, well, if they're going to do this, then just about every African-American player in basketball and football will be eliminated from the game because I every so. family got whippings. I hope so. He, 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 he was talking about uh, Adrian Peterson of the Minnesota Vikings who took a switch to his son who was a four-year-old. Right. And that was the issue. And he was, he was talking whoopings. Right. He's saying that was something in the South that's prevalent. It's, you know, African-American culture. It's just something that you're, it happens. You know, you don't want to fear the switch because it's that or worse. And, and But that is exactly what he said. He said that's the well, I used to get spanked with the back of a hairbrush. I used to get spanked with the belt. Plastic. I, I loved it. <laughs> I used Tabasco. I said to Hayes, I used to use, and he goes, yeah, mom, and that's child abuse. I said, well, now it is, but it wasn't now it when is. we were doing right, it. Right, right. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of discussion on that. So. I read somewhere, too, that uh, I think it was AARP magazine, as a matter of fact, that in the next hundred years, there'll be well. In the next fifty years, there'll be more baby boomers. It will be worth. 
the, the size, we could have three more Floridas and they, each state would be filled with baby boomers. Wow. And that basketball, not basketball, but football is just going to be a thing of the past. The past. And baseball is going to make a huge reemergence because, and this is the part that made me really sad. This is what I wanted to talk to you guys about. They were saying that like your creative synapses, your, your brain's ability to create and be creative, that really you can't, once you're like 70 years old, like you're, you're just not as creative. Okay. That, that just makes me so incredibly oh, sad. Well, that's Rahm Emanuel's brother. And then, and then, then the, that was crazy. And then I read this article where he's like, well, I just want to die by the time I'm 75. Or, what or I'm that gonna, people should die by the right. time. I think that was crazy. And what I'm going to do is I'm not going to ask for, I'm not going to take unnecessary tests. Um, if I'm found, if, if there's something, you know, if I've found that I have prostate cancer or something like that, I'm not going to do anything to prolong my life. Um, because basically it, your life just isn't as worth, li as worth living as it was when you were younger. I, I think this is outrageous. I mean, I can't believe that like there aren't you old know, people with pitchforks everywhere right well, now. Well, there has been a lot of discussion about it and a lot of people, it, it's been an uproar. It's been I all mean, over like the news. that's like saying hang it up, Shelly. We it should is. all just hang it up. There's been a lot in the news and, you know, but everybody's entitled to their opinion, as you know. And Well, sure, he's entitled freedom to his of speech, opinion. But it was crazy. That was a very crazy thing for him to say. I mean, I think the thing that makes me sad is that, you know, nobody wants to lose their dignity and, and be an, a, an older person who, you know, none, none of us want to be, have to be cared for all the time and, you know, re, you know, revert back to babies and, you know, all of that. But old people have a lot to contribute and a lot to say. I mean, Who's to say just because you're 75 years old and your brain isn't working as quickly as it did when you were 30 that you don't have something amazing to contribute? Hey, this is, this is I mean, when you think about it, this is the premise of the whole show. Well, it is. It absolutely is. Because we refuse to be defined by age. And you are listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. So anyhow, um, hey, we have not covered George Clooney's wedding. Oh my gosh! You know, I, I was love so her. My invitation must have just missed me. I don't know. You and but... Angelina and Brad Pitt didn't show. Yeah, well, they were weren't they working or something? Oh no, she was afraid that the limelight would be taken on her, and I'm a little over that with you, Angelina. Oh wow! Stop it! I'm I, a little tired of you always think... thinking. Yes, it probably would, but. Isn't George Clooney your husband's best friend, so they say? Yeah. And you can't show up at the wedding? I wow. did, That bugs me. That I didn't was know what that they they, he was so tight with uh, Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. Oh, yeah. I, right I, next door. They live. Right, they have an adjoining home in uh, Cancun. Oh. Not in Cancun. Not, I'm sorry. In, in Lake Cabo. Cabo. Oh, in Cabo. Cabo. Oh, I didn't know that. Beautiful. It was in an architectural digest, and... Um, it was it was beautiful. They're very tight. Well, can you imagine being at that wedding with Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber and George Clooney and his beautiful wife Amal and if Angelina and jo Angelina Jolie and I mean it was crazy. I, I think that gorgeous. I'd love to know how they met. I guess um, they both worked on some initiative uh, in the Middle East or something and kept it under wraps for a while. But she has a sister and I think a half brother. She was born in Beirut. Um, she, she's Lebanese, is she not? She's Lebanese, right? Um, and then they moved to London, her family. Um, her dad was a professor at the American College there, a business professor. 
Um, her mom is a reporter, a news reporter in London, and she went to Oxford and she got her uh, law degree from NYU in New so, York. Yeah, she's I mean, very, very accomplished. So guess what, favorite listeners? You heard it here on The Girlfriends. Just saying. I think George Clooney will eventually run for office in some capacity. And he's setting his little future up, which is fine. We said it about the American Peril uh, on, on Dove. Um, we said it here first on The Girlfriends. I just am saying, I don't know. But. I, I do believe that he will run for office. I was reading an article saying that he has actually done more for, uh, you know, creating with his initiative in Darfur and bringing right. his presence than what the government, the United States government has done. And um, I think they make a absolutely magnificent powerhouse couple. Today she was in London uh, she's shopping. No, oh. no, not at all. She's back she, at work. She's back at work. Oh, she's right. representing um, Greece, and they oh. they are trying to get some marble back from that the English had taken from Greece. And this has been like a centuries-old thing that's for her been going bathroom, on. or and yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> she needs some Corinthian columns, and yeah, yeah she's got to get those going. No, she's very beautiful. My mother thinks her arms are too skinny, but I don't. Oh, who cares? She I know. is. I'll tell you, she she definitely and her clothes seems to Did be you see one all classy beautiful outfits she wore. She I don't know who helped her with that, but she definitely had a stylist for. And then the, the day after it was the, magnificent, gorgeous. And, and the day after the wedding, I had read that um, that he serenaded her. He serenaded her with, in the morning when she had gotten up, when they had gotten up, outside the window in Venice, he had an eight-piece band oh with violins and so forth. And, wow! And oh, some famous singer. I can't think of who it is now. A man and a very good friend of his, a friend of his who's a very famous singer, and I, the name escapes me at the moment, but he had... Well, all the best to them. Yeah, but don't you think that's really, George, I mean, that Angelina Jolie, I mean, what's your take on that? Don't you think that's... Um, don't you you think know, they I hadn't heard that, and if that's true, I'm ashamed, because you know what? Well, what other that's thing That's your would friend. It be? Nobody's going to eclipse the bride on the wedding day when you're marrying George Clooney. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Angelina. That's just ego out of control. Well, I think that she does have an ego out of control in Uh, in a very subtle way. I think the spin control that she has is really. Bocelli. Oh, Andre Bocelli. Can you forget about it? Imagine how romantic. Can you frigging imagine? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's really too much. I've never really been a George Clooney fan, but he does have great taste. I will say that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he, you know, well, we've met him, of course, and he's, you know, sweet as can be. He's got a very big head. It's kind of like yeah, a bobblehead. He's kind of like a bobblehead. Yes. He, he kissed Shauna. Well, she yeah, can what, disca- you know, let, what is with that? We're all there to meet him, and the person that he runs up to to kiss is Shauna. Yeah, I know. That's, well, that's, she, we can save that for next week. <laughs> yeah, he did kiss my sister. That's where, and his head, it was like, 
It was like he's a, got a big head, very big head for a small body. Okay, but moving on. He, you but know. congratulations to them. Yeah, congratulations, George. We love you, darling. It was worth the wait. Okay, George. let's talk about Ben Affleck. He's in the news ben, all the another time. Another guy right who's going to run for office someday. I, I predict. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I can I think see so. it to I a certain so. degree. Um, just saw Gone Girl. I know you read the book. We can talk about it. I, I really like him as an actor. I like the way he conducts his marriage. I like his wife. I think they seem like a very solid group. They have three beautiful children. But he is the star of this new movie called Gone Girl, and the author is Jillian Flynn. Who's actually from Chicago. Who's from Chicago. Yeah, went to Parker. But I have to tell you, when I saw the movie, when I read the book, I wasn't thinking about it as much. But when I saw the movie, I thought, where was her head? Yeah, she what? Was the- <laughs> Because she's also... What was this girl thinking? thinking? And what is her husband thinking about what, you know, I mean, it's very twisted. Yeah. Yeah. We could come up with that. Yeah. But you know what? We could have come up with that. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, that kind of just deep-seated hatred, I mean, that really is frightening. You know, in the book... To our favorite listeners, if you haven't read Gone Girl, you should read the book. Yeah, spoiler it's, alert! Yeah, it's a great. It's a <laughs> the great. The ending great. is different, though. I understand from the from the movie. The ending is different. No, actually, it's not really too much different. Um, I don't want to tell everybody the ending, but it's really not too much different. They twist it a little bit at the ending, but the outcome is the same. But in the, um, you know, she had a very. Her parents were fame oriented and very ambitious for her as a child. And so that's all they talked about, apparently, which I didn't really remember so much in the book, but after seeing the movie, they didn't say it, and they should have said it more, but you catch it, because it's a little bit complicated and when you're watching the movie. And they were authors, and they, they were, were authors, but all they series, did, and she was like the Eloise of the Amazing, series. amazing Amy. But that's what they were driving the whole time she was little, and it just totally festered of course we don't know what was in her genealogy but it was very but you know what remarkable like use of uh you know antifreeze uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah. it's like mcgruber i don't know how like you know this how she researched to find all this stuff out for the book but it's just amazing yeah absolutely she's... amazing because i really thought wow and i went with my husband bill and of course, he said, I didn't like the movie, Shelley. It was, but during the whole movie, I said, oh, that was... And he goes, shh. <laughs> so I said, oh, okay. We didn't like it? Okay, I didn't get it. Anyhow. Um, okay. Big, big buzz around Bill Murray. Uh, mm. You know, Oscar-worthy performance, apparently, um, with a fellow Chicagoan, uh, Melissa McCarthy. And he I plays her curmudgeoned next-door neighbor, uh, and uh, the movie's called Vincent, and it's another. And he was another Clooney uh, guest. Yes, he at the was. wedding. Yeah, and they're saying that this is going to be Oscar time, and and we just heard that uh, Neil Patrick Harris is going to host the Oscars. Wow, I mean, wow. that's I know Neil Patrick Harris. I I happen to love him. I, think I hope he leaves his Hedwig in. At, he, yeah, he's not doing that. At home, <laughs> leave the head wig at home. Yeah, Neil. it's he's, too much. He's done with that. He's, thank yeah, but goodness. thank you because you know it was too much. What was he doing? The Emmys or the Tony? No, he was doing the Tonys and Hedwig. Yeah, but really Hedwig was there. It was a little over the top. too much. So I hope he came back down to earth 
because, of course, I like Ricky Javaris. That's my guy. I think he's fantastically funny. Do you like him? Whitney? I love him. I, you know, I cannot believe that people think he's too sarcastic. But hey, I agree. That's just me. <laughs> Didn't you love it? So he was at the. He came on as one of the comedians at the. Uh, where what was it, the Emmys? Yes. Oh, Golden Globes. At the Golden Globes or something, and Matthew McConaughey was in the front row. And so Ricky's up there doing his shtick. And he said, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. You're a movie star. You're not. A t- <laughs> now you're trying to take over the TV. You know, it was very funny. I love him. He gets criticized a lot, but I think he's terrific. But Neil Patrick Harris is going to be the host. Um, that's kind of a short notice. I hope he gets going on that show. That's complicated. That is a... The- well, it'll be for next, I mean, 2015, so... Well, that's February. Yeah. We always get together. Girlfriends always get together to do the... It is our Super Oscars. Bowl. Yeah, it's our Super Bowl. We'll be doing another big show. Favorite, and we love it. Friends. Big show. We love it. Um, anyhow, oh, Bill, 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 Bill Murray. Let's get back to Bill Murray again. So Bill Murray, and he's doing this with Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. Wow. I wonder yeah. how much weight she's lost. She's the neighbor. I don't know. I don't think much. She's so heavy. Speaking of diets, um, girlfriend Whitney, (laughs) blonde bombshell girlfriend Whitney is on a new diet. You know, we've talked about Cambodia, which is not really doing it. And we've talked about all of these diets other than Zri Purify. And girlfriend Whitney is going to tell us. I just like to think of myself as the human guinea pig for this. Her new phase. Okay, go girl. My new phase is I've been going to a place called IV Me, which I really, really, really love these people. Um, They're incredible there. Uh, And you can pick from a menu of different IVs. And. She people, walks around with a bag on her and, yeah, on her waist people, and an IV in her arm. People come in, uh, you know, and do these IVs like once a week. I'm doing it twice a week. I'm doing the weight loss one, and um, you know, it's got like anti-inflammatories and saline and wait a minute, B12 wait a minute, vitamins. Wait a minute. How long do you have to have this? Well, until I lose twenty pounds, whatever no, wait, comes first. Wait, the IV—they put the IV. It's in your, one bag, so you know it's a half they an fill hour. One or bag? I get Ebola, right? It's one bag. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One bag full. You better be careful. Well, the, the thing are. is, um, you know, for me as a kid, I was so terrified of needles that it just shocks me that I have no problem with this stuff. You and Chris Christie <laughs> will do anything just, to lose it's weight. It's bizarre. Um, they will do. They will go to the ends of the earth. So it's, to lose it's got that hormone in it that mimics pregnancy. So you know, oh, that'll you're just, be good. You're just nauseous all the time. That's basically Ooh. what it is. Oh my! Oh, God. Have I lost weight? Yes, I've lost weight. Have you? Yes. Um, Wait, but, how long have you been on it? But I've <laughs> a month. But I, I I'm nauseous constantly. Oh well, that. that would not be good. Um, but I have to say that uh, it is working. So. Now we're oh my god, this is something favorite <laughs> friends. The that thing that we scares me to... is like you know what? I'm, it's like I'm, I'm starting to look oh, like yeah. a. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, showing us her arm and it looks. Um, like... Yeah, the well, visual. Think you're either doing the drugs, visual... <laughs> fertility, or uh, yeah, no, it's fertility is way past my love. That that's that's come and gone. All right, so. Favorite listeners, you've heard it here on The Girlfriends. You're listening to The Girlfriends. I'm on telling Red you, Talk Shelley, this Radio. is the new wave of 
This is a new way. Personal medicine. Okay, I'm we'll see. I get my eyelashes done and my eyebrows done while I'm I being laying right there watching the news on a flat screen TV. That is funny. It is but we amazingly really, efficient. I well and you can use your iPad and your iPhone. And oh get no, your I'm IV. laying there. I'm getting the. I got the IV going. I got a little blanket on. You know, I can watch TV. I'm getting my lashes done. It's all good. Watch the needles. That's what I'm going to say. Yes. No, I'm not going to be needle sharing with anybody. Don't worry. Oh my God. <laughs> what next? But I'm, I'll. You know what? I'll post uh, the the different things that you can have done, and I'll tell you. The one thing that I do is I get the Super B12 shot. Oh, I do that. And for anyone who suffers from depression like I do, um, especially when the winter is coming and the days get shorter and it's dark when you wake up. And and, you can't take a vodka. And you can't have a vodka when you want to (laughs) self-medicate. I'm not kidding you, Shelly. This this Super B12 thing. I do B12, darling. I've been doing it for years. Well, I get it in my ass. I do it every week. Oh, I do it in my arm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Doctor okay. Ring, you oh, know, I do that I had whole, no idea. Yeah, I've been doing it every week. Okay, well, I'm. It makes me like it's, it's changed wonderful. my life. It's wonderful. I mean, it has changed my life. It's wonderful. So, that's part of the integrative medicine that I know we've discussed here on the I show. I have known you for forever, and you've. I never knew that. Yeah. Well, you know my Doctor Ring. Yeah, you know, Doctor Ring, yeah, who's a very well-known integrative medical doctor, and she's affiliated with Northwestern. So you've got your West medicine and your East medicine. They're all in the same hospital, but neither of them agree with one another. It's weird. You see the dodgeball fights are the best. It's crazy. I go oh, to both. yeah. But you yeah, know what? Perfect. I go to both, and I take the best out of each of them. Well, so that's what you one should of the do. Things, right. And one of the things I do do is B12 shots. I am a great advocate of B12 shots. When you are under a lot of stress, and you're married to a husband like me, you will, and you travel, and you got to pick up and leave and change your schedule continually. It really can wear you down, and I just think it's a great booster to, you know, keep you healthy and keep you feeling good. Apparently, too, in Los Angeles, people like your the masseuse comes to your house, gives you yeah. a massage, and gives you a shot. They do do that. That's because just I remember amazing. a very good friend of ours who had, uh, who's a wonderful well-known thera- uh, massage therapist he would come in and do that I don't know a lot of massage therapists that do that but I I don't think you can call in, in some states I don't I if cannot. you are a massage therapist and you are in the area please call in because Shelly let me it. ask you this if you take b12 orally you would have to take a lot of it right right it's not, I have taken it orally and I used to take the two tablets under my tongue I think it was five thousand uh milligrams a day i think it's effective but i really think that the shot is much more effective i'm I, i'm telling you i swear i mean don't you I feel like you it. just get a boost after you do it you're like oh okay i'm yeah. feeling better no i definitely you could feel be more the... cheerful i definitely feel I know, um so sad more energy i definitely feel yeah i feel a lot better it's so sad that the world I, you know i do so much for my own health and i just think to myself sometimes I get sad because I know how aware I am of my own health, and I have so many incredible people that are supporting my health, and I'm just sad for the people that don't have any of that. Well, even, you know, just going, like, you know, I'm having surgery on my ankle December 5th, and going to Rush, and I literally was one of 80 people sitting there. I mean, you are a number. 
And it really... It's scary. I hate to say the Obamacare thing, but you know what? What's happening with medicine is that it's a have and have not thing because everybody is not going to have the same quality care of medicine. And you know what? It's wrong because, you know, doctors aren't making the money that they need to make. Uh, you know, their medical insurance and malpractice insurance is so incredibly high and cost prohibitive. I mean, look at all the gynecologists that aren't delivering babies anymore because they're scared of malpractice. They're scared to death. And the whole kind of field is changing, and you have got to really be an advocate. I mean, you really have to, you know, and I'm not used to that. I, I grew up, you know, in the 60s where you're, you know, you're just a person who, like, doctors and teachers are, like, these authority figures, and, you know, you do what they tell you to do, and it's not that way anymore. No, you have to you be know? very, very educated. You have to really know what you're talking about. You have to know what you're doing. I know even with my own mother and and people that are are a little bit older i mean it's i don't know you've got to really know what you're talking about you have to have a friend that's kind of with you i feel very I, that's why i said i get very sad when i think of all the people that have issues far far greater than mine and they're and they don't know what to do with for themselves they don't know how to make themselves feel better right well i mean the one positive thing and wonderful thing about you is that you do share your resources i do i'm sitting here on our favorite because listeners. you know what not a lot of people in your position in life shelly would do that or do do really that. yeah a lot of people don't share information like that if people did all the health things that i did you would not be able to live because it's so freaking <laughs> it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of friggin' time. A lot of time. But, you know, I've shared, I don't know if I've but said this on the it. show, but, you know, I have scoliosis. So I'm very conscious of, and I do a lot of things to keep my body strong, keep my body safe. I'm very conscious of what I put in. I know, I know all the things that inflame my body because I've had the antigens that inflame. I know what they are. So I'm conscious of it, but it takes a lot to get to learn all this and stuff. And let's face it, it takes a lot to find good people that will take time with you, too, you know, in the medical profession. You know, somebody who will, like, forensically ask you, you know, this, the one thing about the doctor that I am, who's going to perform the surgery on my ankle, you know, they handed me an iPad, and I was a little upset that the guy that handed me an iPad said, are you familiar with an iPad? I was like, do I look that old? Really? <laughs> I know. Really? But once he handed me the iPad, I mean, I sat there for two hours answering questions on it, and not just That's because ridiculous. I'm a slow tapper, but he really wanted to know, you know, like they really want to know. I like, know, but can you imagine these people that can't speak English, that no. really aren't educated, that really no. don't know the answers, and then you've got the nurses and the doctors. I did make up just, some shit. I, of, course, of course you did. <laughs> then you've got these doctors. She's just saying. I'm just saying. I, bottom line, I did make up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Have you ever had an operation or plastic no, surgery? never. No. 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 Is there anything you need Here's to tell? Here's the thing. On a need-not-to-know basis, do they need to know that really? No. Okay, so, yeah, no, I eliminate that always. Of course. You don't answer that. No, that's true. <laughs> Listen, just the age factor. I've got so many right. different ages posted. So I have them written down Shelley's on a sheet like now. a whole cache of fake IDs. Yes. And, what, 
and what is the year you were born, please? I go, let's see, where am I? Let's do I the look, math. I look on my, no, I look on my password sheet, think, okay, what did I tell? Oh, this time. And they when go, okay, we connect. When somebody right. calls you, it comes up, and so-and-so told them I was this thing. Right, no, you should, she's yeah. got to have like a, it's like a locker for her passwords, because I'm, when they ask you security questions, she's like, oh, no, what did I answer? Hey, I'm just saying, I know a lot of very famous people, and I'm not going to mention names, but I know a lot of famous people. You aren't are, the only one, that are exactly my age That's and I right. read them now in the newspapers and they're five seven years younger and I'm like wait a minute well that's true but it's also think about you know people that whatever age you are when you know and then you look at them a different way because you you go like oh like I look at this picture of Bill Murray and I'm like damn okay he really looks old let me see that I picture mean, of Bill Murray he looks like a freaking Sharpay I mean, he really looks. Well, that's old. not a good picture of Bill. No, there it's are not. No good pictures of there's Bill no Murray. good pictures, but I got. I, I love him. I mean, I adore the guy. But I just we you know, love you, Bill Murray. You're not a poster boy. I don't that's want for people sure. to like. That's this is really upsetting me about this whole Doctor Emmanuel thing. Like, when that we start stupid. looking at people like old people that need to be, you know, just display, you know, just like fluffed off, like they like they mean nothing and they're invisible. Our whole society is not go- is going to change. Our whole society, our well, whole world. This will is what the girlfriends and and there's going to be more people that are going to be over the age of fifty. Three states of Florida filled. I know. My plan is to live until I'm 120 and to live a good life. I know my kids are not happy about that, but <laughs> but that's my plan. I like your plan. And it's a good. The plan. girlfriends are here to take us into the next decade and further to make sure that the baby boomer generation gets the proper care and health that we need. And you are listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. We will see you next week. We love you. Hopefully the other fake blonde bombshell will be back. (laughs) Uh, We love you, everybody. Have a good one.